Good evening and welcome to tonight's show from DJN TV, Disc Jockey News TV. Tonight's show is brought to you by Electra Voice, DJ Event Planner, DJ Trivia, Odyssey Innovative Designs and Cases, NLFX Professional, Promo Only, and the DJ and TV Insiders. Hello and welcome to another episode of the DJ Spotlight here on Disc Jockey News TV. This next guest has worked with the likes of Noisia, Spore, The Upbeats, La Castlevania, and Must Die. He is one-third of the Evil Intent trio, known as Gigantor. He started his production career in analog and has been absolutely smashing it over the years in the realms of drum and bass, all the way over to the four fours of house music. On today's show, we chat about the pros and cons in working with a trio, especially when everyone's living in different cities. We also talk about talented people in the industry and how they've really benefited from diving into different genres of music. He also shares with us the one thing he wishes he could snap his fingers and change within this scene. Gigantor, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh yeah, glad to be here. Yes. So let's hear your story, the early beginnings. How did you get into this music and how did it bring you to where you are today? Well, I first started off um, in a bunch of uh, rock bands, punk bands, that kind of thing back in the day. And all the while, I was uh, always a big fan of electronic music and I think, you know, industrial days kind of thing. So I uh, kept digging and learning about more stuff on the computer. And then, um, you know, as time went on, uh, you know, there's a lot more software and stuff like that and made it easier to work and get things done. So, um, yeah, just like fell into drum and bass as well and electronic music at the same time. And, uh, and then when I was in college, I uh, met Nick um, and uh, we started making tunes and then through the internet met AJ as well. And then uh, after a while, we all just started uh, getting together, making tunes and doing our thing. So speaking of evil intent for uh, the three of you, I'm curious yeah. about how that dynamic worked um, as a team. What are the pros and cons of working with that many people? Well, I, I'll say this. Um, we all live in different cities now, so that's kind of a con. So it's like I, I was jo joking about it because we had a tune that um, uh, UKF posted a brainstorm, uh, one of these tunes we did last year. And it was really funny because we realized like, oh, my God, the only press shot we have was like from years ago for. <laughs> so that's actually one of the more frustrating parts. Otherwise, uh, we all just send sessions back and forth or we'll do even things that are even more simple than that, because I tend to get really crazy in the stems. Sometimes I'll just send like very basic stems and we all work that way. Or, you know, they'll send like, yeah, here's a layer for this, uh, add this to the session and, you know, move forward. Uh, all kinds of, you know, different stuff. Sometimes, you know, um, I, I, I guess another really cool thing is in the modern era, it's easier to pop out really high quality uh, stems. So it makes it way easier to collaborate than it's ever been before. And, uh, and yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll send stuff and do the internet thing, but yeah, Nick's in Austin, AJ's back in Atlanta and I'm here in LA. So just kind of how we all function. They'll have to do like a, your next press, the way they do it with movies, just like insert everybody together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slice us all in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 
Uh, what some people might not know about uh, Ashley, Nick, and yourself is that you all have different things going on with music as well. Um, what kind of impact do you think that has on someone's career to be able to work with people in a team, but also have these other passion product projects that you're working on? It's pretty cool because you have another outlet, you know, at the end of the day, like if you want to do something, I mean, cause our other outlets are pretty different. I would say, um, you know, like I do a lot of house stuff on my own and um, so does AJ. And it's often really funny because I like to mention like some of our heaviest, like darkest tunes are made, were started by the guy who's like really known for, you know, tech house and disco house, which is, you know, but like, I mean, Anarchy was like one of the latest ones we did that's really heavy and AJ started that. So, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's, I guess, you know, the yin and the yang at the same time. And then it also just lets me get into a different frame of mind. I've also been like, uh, um, execute or what do you call it? Uh, engineering, not executing, <laughs> engineering some, uh, some, uh, stuff for bands and things like that as well when I can. And it's just really fun to get into a different frame of vibe. It also lets you bring something new back to the table when you're working on the group projects and, you know, like the drum and bass and be like, Oh yeah, I did this and this session over here. So what if I try taking this technique and wrapping it into something that would be palatable to a drum and bass audience? And cool. Yeah. Oh man. I love that. I love that, uh, that you can find inspiration going from one genre to the other. Yeah, absolutely. And you should, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, back in the day, a lot of us, I mean, maybe when we were younger, we we're just like, Oh mate, it's drum and bass or die. You know, that kind of thing. And yeah, no, it's the same. Like, you know, there was a while, but then you realize you step back and you're like, wait a second, you know, I like all these, these other bands, you know, and, and there's no, or these other genres. I'm like, okay, I like Daft Punk. I'm going to you know admit that, you know, <laughs> like that sort of thing. So it was just, you know, you learn after a while, you're like, Hey, we can't be too serious about this. You know, there's, there's a whole world of music out there and you know if you cut yourself off from it you're doing a massive disservice okay. so it's really good to just you know embrace everything and, and learn everything you can and i feel like some of the best artists are uh yeah they are multi-genre they've yeah, gone yeah. from drum and bass over to trap or house and electro and they bring new elements to those genres because totally. of the influence like oh. totally <laughs> so speaking of music, is there a favorite tune that you, you've worked on over the years? Okay, um, this is going to sound weird, but I can't really talk about it yet because my favorite tune at the moment is one that um, we're working on right now. And uh, this uh, awesome vocalist uh, who I met through another friend who went to Icon here just crushed it on this one tune. This is a, not a drone based song. This is an evil intent tune. Because we we've over the years we've always worked on um, stuff that's uh, a bunch of different genres or more down tempo stuff. So this is one of those more different tunes that kind of goes in a different tangent. And like I think this tune was started somewhere like eight years ago or something. <laughs> so we kind of just been sitting there, and you know we worked with this guy who totally like came in and just crushed it on the vocals. And it's really cool to hear that this tune has finally taken shape into something. And, um, and so, yeah, that's kind of my favorite at the moment. Uh, otherwise, um, as far as like B&B tunes go, my favorite one that's out, I might say is it's a hard call. Um, cause I'm really, I'm really proud of like the most recent tunes we put out brainstorm, um, euphoria I was really stoked on, um, 
blockchain corruption, anarchy, pretty much like the most recent stuff I've been really hype on. And so I'm, I'm really excited. Like once we get more of this new stuff done and get it out there, I'm going to be stoked to see how people, you know, react to it and all that. I can't wait to hear it. I'm oh, so yeah. stoked. Uh, so, all right, kind of switching it up a little a bit. If there was one thing that, you know, you could just snap your fingers and we could change the scene. Uh, what do you think that thing would be and why? <laughs> well, um, and I'm hoping this is actually happening, but, you know, we watched in recent years the, you know, the the rise of of EDM culture in a lot of ways. And, um, and at the same time, you know, when bags of money start appearing, then people start doing more and more, you know, cringy type shit to, to get the bag. So I'd really like to see less emphasis on marketing and more emphasis on the music again. And I, I, you know, I feel like there, there's always a, uh, you know, a pendulum effect to these things to where not, not related to the band, but I mean like actually swinging back and forth. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there is, you know, there things will, will shift back the other way at some point where people will be like, you know what? Like, Hey, so this, like this one thing is all marketing and the substance here is kind of a bit shit. So I'm going to be more into this more real, authentic feeling music. So yes. Oh, I love that and you said that. But, and I feel like, you know, we kind of get that, you know, that might also come back to the whole like drum and bass attitude, you know, like from back in the day and all that. <laughs> Bring back the vinyl. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd go, <laughs> I'm not going to go that far, but. <laughs> what, you don't like hauling records around everywhere? Oh, oh I know. And, you know, carrying up two flights of stairs. It's better than, I'll say this, it's better than, because I, I joked about this when I first started DJing, yeah. like carrying, you know, bass amp up two flights of stairs to play a show in front of people who don't give a shit. And then, you know, I'm like, wait a second, I can haul a crate of records and headphones and needles and then go play and they'll pay me like, you know, 300 bucks on a plane ticket. Like, okay. <laughs> like, and then that was, you know, it all just kind of compounded after that. And I think it's insane now that we can show up with just like headphones, you know, like a couple memory sticks and, yeah. and you're off. Like that's all it takes to DJ. It's amazing. It's pretty phenomenal. I definitely appreciate that when people are oh, like, yeah. "Oh, you're not a real DJ. That's not vital." I'm like, "Haha, jokes on you." Do you know how expensive and heavy that shit is? <laughs> right, and I mean, and then literally anyone who says that it, it shows how much of an amateur they are. Like so anybody who says you're not a real DJ for not using vinyl is a fucking amateur because you know that you can play unreleased tunes. You can do all these things that you can't do. So if I showed up for a gig and someone called me an amateur for showing up with a memory stick, I'd probably laugh in their face. I'd be like, like, did you just show up here yesterday? <laughs> Even funnier, I've seen a, a DMC champion. Um, I'm, I'm not going to name names here. He probably wouldn't mind, but I saw him literally chew a kid out backstage for this argument because he said, he's like, look, man, I've proved myself. I don't have to spin vinyl anymore. And I'm just like sitting over here in the corner, just like you do you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So to end off this interview, are there any last thoughts, upcoming projects, things you really want us to know about that's coming out? Yes, we do have new Evil Intent stuff coming. I'm not exactly sure how we're going to release all of it or in what ways, but there's a lot of stuff planned. We are stacking a lot of music at the moment. Uh, also, um, my solo stuff as Gigantor um, have a remix for Work It, Mephius, uh, on, on his Mephius remix LP. And um, yeah, also we've got a few other things. Um, 
I, I guess I can talk about it now, but I did a collab with uh, Combo Christ on the new record. So like even like going completely different directions. So I've done done a couple things over there. So can't wait to see the reaction on some of that. And um, and yeah, so uh, just um, what else? It's probably something I'm forgetting. <laughs> a lot going on. Yeah. I've got yeah. my side hustle Sonic Armory too. So <laughs> there's that as well. <laughs> So if you want samples or, you know, synth patches, we got you. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. Um, well, for the rest of y'all that have tuned into this interview today, make sure you let us know in the comments below if there was anything that really stood out to you. Do you feel inspired after this interview? Was Are you maybe a DJ that has been judging other DJs for not playing vinyl? <laughs> <laughs> let us know in the comments below and as always make sure you don't let no one kill your vibe